Hey, and welcome to The Edge Life. Y'all know what it is, man. This is The Edge Life, where we discuss real-life issues and bring you real-life solutions for your soul rooted in the Word of God. We're just two busy parents who are on a quest to fulfill our God-given purpose while balancing family, ministry, and secular jobs. On this episode, we are going to unpack the thoughts of politics and leadership. Two things that you're probably not supposed to talk about, especially in public. But check it out. We're going to have a good time doing it. The only way we know how, The Edge Life. Y'all tune in. Let's go. You, you, you know we had to cap it off with Jesus. Edge Life, you're too close to the ledge. We gon' push you forward a few steps ahead. It's that Edge Life. Oh, oh, gotta get it in your head. Baby, welcome to the Edge Life. You're too close to the ledge. We gon' push you forward a few steps ahead. It's that Edge Life. Oh, oh, gotta get it in your head. Welcome to the Edge Life. Welcome to that Edge Life, Edge Life. Yo, what is going on, everybody? everybody. Hello, it is another Sunday fun day. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Edge Life. It's the Edge Life. That's what we do. That's what we do. Hey, check this out. If you have not already shared this out, make sure you share this out. Tonight, I believe we're gonna talk about an explosive topic, but only you know, in a way that we 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 only we can do it like this because we're we're like edgy. You know what I'm saying? We yeah, we are the edgy we're folks. Always a little edgy. This is one of my favorite topics, though. I, I love to talk about leadership. Yeah. Like yeah. If you um, lately, I haven't been posting very much, but if you followed me over the last several years, you'll note that I post a lot, pretty frequently yeah. about leadership. Yep. So, yeah. And, and and I know just personally for me, this is what I've been doing. I mean, this is the field that that the Lord has blessed me to really work in the field of, of leadership and people development. So, you know, for the past 18, 20 years, you know, I've been I've been in this field grinding and you've been grinding in this field. And it's always good to be able to talk to, to you all, our, our friends and our family, friends and family, right? You know, right. A, a, about a topic that we're extremely passionate about. So we're going to do that. But before we do that, Ben, how you doing, man? How, how was your week? What's going on? Oh, it was a good week. It's a busy week. Yeah. Um, you know, we're approaching, we're within like 30 days of a special event yep. at Elevation House. So, you know, trying to raise money in the midst of COVID can mm-hmm. be really difficult. But when you're so passionate and believe in the mission, um, and it, you know it's the call that you have on your life, it, it makes it easier. How about you? It, it has been a, a, an eventful week, <laughs> but but uh, yeah. to say the least. But God God is definitely good. God knows what he's doing, and, and I'm super, super excited about um what god is doing i'm excited about new journeys i'm excited about new destinations um i think we shared with you all last week um you know even even at crossover church atl shadow crossover church atl um man we we wound up seeing nine people baptized last which was um we we didn't intend to do that at all yeah last sunday was so so awesome but but god is in the midst you know what i'm saying yeah we had an um you know an unexpected i think death is not something you expect anyways but you know when someone is ill that's a little bit different but we had an unexpected death Mm -hmm. A young lady, and it really just sparked, like, um, you know, I think when things outside of the norm happen, yep. it really sparks you to, you know, begin to, like, examine your life. Yeah. And I think a lot of people at church were just really looking at their life saying, okay. Yep. You know what? It's it's time. It's either time for me to um, give my life to him, or um, I gave my life to him, but it's time for me to fully commit and jump on in. So right. 
just a beautiful thing. And um, then to watch the recap. Yeah, yeah. The recap um, video was amazing. Today. I cried the whole time. And then we <laughs> followed that recap of the baptisms and seeing everybody get baptized and the reactions, you know, and just hearing the things that people were saying with a baby dedication. Yeah. And, I, you know, I cried at that too. Yeah. So it was a little bit of an emotional day today. But, you know, it. it some weeks are just like that. Right? Yeah, some some weeks are just like that. But you know what? We we keep on pressing, and um, you know, I would be remiss, but you are looking mighty fine today. Just that's I need to to say that real quick. I mean, yeah, well, thank you. Look at you, girl. I mean, you can't see my earrings, but they do match my um, necklace. You, you got a heavenly glow. Look at you. I think Listening. it's the lighting. My lighting guy does a really great <laughs> job. He makes him look. <laughs> that is what's up. That is what's yeah, up. Yeah, we always have this thing about lighting. Like, I'm like oh, be careful about the shadows because, you know, they, they give you lines in certain places yep. or whatever. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. So, so, so look, let, let's let's kind of jump into this topic just yeah, a little let's bit. Do we, it. we know we're talking about politics today. And, and listen, let me just go ahead and say this. I don't care what, where you stand politically. Like, it don't matter to me if you. If you stand on the right, if you stand on the left, if you stand in the middle, if you don't even know where you stand, I, I still want to talk about this. And we, we want we want to discuss this topic because we're in an election year. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I think that's a big, big thing. And I, I truly believe part of the problem is people don't talk about politics enough. It's become taboo, right? It, it's become something that, you know, it's my opinion and, and I want to keep my opinion private and this, that, and the other. And, and I, I agree with that. So today, we, we really want to frame this political conversation not around right or left, but around leadership, right? Because at the end of the day, whether you're right, whether you're left, whether you're in the middle, whether you don't know, at, we still have to have leadership that are are, are impeccable leaders, right? Yeah. Are, are good leaders who, who can lead people because that's the thing that not only we need in the country, not only do we need in the state, not only do we need in our, in our local elections and place like that, we need people who can effectively lead. So, so Carrie, I, I, I just want to, I want to start here and just ask you, when you think about good leaders, because I'm sure you've been around some, right? You know, when you think about a good leader, like what are some characteristics that you've seen and, and good, effective leaders? I think, um, for me, the thing that strikes home the most with leadership mm -hmm. is um, that they place a value on the people um, that they've been called to serve. And mm -hmm. I even specifically use that word, serve. Yeah. Um, because, you know, before you can lead, you have to serve. Right. You know, I mm -hmm. really, I believe that wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, there is um, a constant consciousness in good leaders mm -hmm. um, about the welfare mindset of the people that are have been placed underneath their leadership. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, the people that have trust them. Yeah. Because you know, I've been in places where people don't trust leadership. Right. And they don't put themselves underneath that leadership. They right, may still right. work there. They may still whatever. Right. But they don't necessarily aspire or follow to the, the, the leadership in place. Yeah. And so to me, that's the biggest thing is that there's a sense of service, um, serving the people that you've been called to lead. I, I, li I like that. So so no matter where you are, whether it's on, on, on the job, whether it's a, a political, whether it's in the home, right? I mean, yeah, no, no matter where you are, just from a leadership perspective, you, you have to have a desire to truly serve the people 
that you're called to lead. And, 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 I, and I like that. You know what I'm saying? And I think about some of the good leaders that, that I've had, even some of the good leaders that I've had on, on, on sports teams and things like yeah. that. You know, they had a, a conscious desire. They, they literally wanted to to serve in the capacity of a leader and make sure that they were leading that team to, to victory or leading that workplace to, to victory or leading that home to victory. Yeah. And, and I, I think, you know, for me, I, I never want to be um, walking alongside a leader that I have to always question whether or not they value me. Mm, that's good. You know, that's good. I want to know, you know, I think a, a good leader um, has a vision. Yeah. Is able to communicate that vision, mm-hmm. but also can communicate how, you know, I and the collective we mm-hmm. are a part of that vision. I like that. I like that. Um, and so uh, John Maxwell, I think he said he said uh, something along the lines that before you can have the hands mm-hmm. of those that you lead, mm-hmm. so people to walk with you, mm-hmm. you have to you have their have heart. hearts. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I remember that. Yeah. You have to have their hearts. And so um, having someone's heart means that right up front, they know that you value them. Yeah. Yeah. And that you, you go first. Right. You know, yeah. I'm never going to ask you, and I, I say this all the time, I'm never going to ask you to do something that I wouldn't. That I wouldn't or have not already done or am not already doing. Right. And I may not be as good at it right. as you, right. but I have a willingness. That's good. That's good. You know, I, I think like old school biblical days, right? You know, I think of like David or, or some of these old school warriors that, that, that we see biblically speaking, right? They were always on the front line. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like they were like always like first to battle. They were always going forward. You know, David, David went after Goliath, you know, after all the other crazy folks couldn't do anything. But he was like, who is this Philistine giant? Who does he think that I am? And he he literally went after him. And, you know, one thing that, that for me is truly important is, is seeing a leader who is able to to attack the thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, not not necessarily a leader who's going to sit on the back row and bark orders or not a leader who's going to, you know, whip the. The, the, the team and be like, go get them, team. You know, I, I want a leader who's who I know is going to be out there on the front lines and, and, and working alongside me and working with me, like you said, for the betterment of the team or the betterment of the whole. Yeah, for me, too, you know, um, one of the things that's really important is that a leadership has self-awareness. Yeah. Um, yeah. Someone in leadership, they know where they're good. Mm-hmm. And they know where their like weak spots or their blind spots right. are, and they recognize that, and they're very transparent about those things, and they allow people to come alongside of them and fill the gaps. Yeah. Um. So that as a team, they can become truly excellent. I love that. You know, I don't have to be good at everything. Right. I just have to know a guy that's good at something. That's good. Know? That's good. So bring you know bringing. The right people, mm-hmm. that man, that woman, um, to fill that area on the team mm-hmm. and always thinking it, about it from a team perspective. To me, team leadership is extremely important. Yeah. I mean, you always have to have someone who's leading the charge, but I I aspire mm-hmm. um, to that um, team-type leadership role where everybody has an important um, role to play. Everybody brings something to everybody the table. Everybody brings something yeah. to the table. I mean, there's no one... Um, on a field of play mm-hmm. that doesn't bring something of value. That's good. From the person who brought the water mm-hmm. um, to the quarterback, mm-hmm. if you're talking about you know football, to mm-hmm. the coach. So mm-hmm. everybody has their role to play. But right. having a realization of where you're, where you're the best yeah. or where you're the weakest and being okay to say, you know, this is not 
it's not about egos. Right, right. It's about putting aside the egos. Right. And looking at where are we trying to go? What, Absolutely. What is the vision? Being able to convey that, like I said before, and being a lot, uh, being okay with allowing people to shine where mm-hmm. they're at. Mm-hmm. You know, I think one of the things that always, um, that I watch really carefully about leaders is whether or not they take credit. Mm. Yeah. Um, you know, we've all, yeah. we've all worked for the guy or the, the gal who takes credit for everything. For everything. And you sitting there like, but. And it, it's not so much that you, you need the credit right. or you, you need don't. the honor or you need the glory, but the fact that it didn't go to the team. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that's the big thing. Like when, when something happens in an organization, you have to understand it's not just about you. Yeah, yeah. It's, there's so many different moving parts, but I always really dislike that. And so that's something about myself that yep. I always try to keep in check, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, that it, it's not just me. I, I, I had a mentor. He said, when, when we do something great, you all get the credit. That's right. When we do something that is wrong, I take the blame. Yeah, that's my other one. Yeah. You know, yeah. I had a, you know, I've had... A lot of leadership roles at a very young age Mm -hmm. and one of the toughest things that I had to learn about being a leader is that when you lead you're responsible yeah that's good and whether you cause it or not like it you're responsible for it Mm -hmm. Um, and you know I had to really come to terms in some tough situations about that right you know because I can remember when I was you know younger in leadership like oh that's not right Mm -hmm. you know I'm getting in trouble for something somebody else did, and mm-hmm. they're coming down on me. Well, it was on my watch. Right, right. And so I take that really serious, um, you know, having time to really examine that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're leading, you are responsible. You're responsible. Yep. So so let me ask you this. You know, we, we've talked about you know, just some, some positive characteristics of, of leaders, you know, especially, you know, thinking about the political realm and things like that. Let, let's flip to the other side. You know, give me, give me, give me one or two things that, that you're like, no, you know, <laughs> you, 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 you need this, right? So what are, what are some negative things that you've seen um, people try to pass off as leadership? <laughs> yeah, what are, what are some negative traits? Some negative traits that people try to pass off as leadership yeah. or just negative traits? Uh, uh, you know, other than taking credit for everything. Yeah. I think a dictatorship, um, because again, I value team. Yeah. So, you know, the person that leads very, I guess that's autocratic, where they're, they're always in control. Mm-hmm. What I say mm-hmm. goes. Um, I think with that, you lose the value mm. um, that people bring. Yeah. And people don't want to bring it all. Right, right. Because they don't really, I think a lot of times when you're a, a dictator, people don't, they operate out of fear. Right, right. Instead of safety. And when people are safe, they'll, they'll come and bring you gifts Mm -hmm. that they have. And Mm -hmm. when I say gifts, I'm talking about internal. Yeah. They'll come and present things to you and say, oh, I can do that. Right. But when people live under a dictatorship, they live in a, in a culture of fear Mm. and they don't bring them their best selves. Yeah. They're yeah. just there trying to make it through. That's good. You know, I've worked in a place where there's really just a culture of fear where, you know, you wait for the moment where the next foot, you know, right. the shoe right. drops on you and that sort of thing. And it's a really hard place to really be your best self mm-hmm. because you're always, you know, watching your back. Yeah. You know, I, I think for me, I, I like that one. Um, the, the one for me is I, I need a leader who can communicate to me the vision. Mm-hmm. Like, I need a I need a leader that that 
knows where we're going. They don't have to have all the answers, but they need to be able to communicate where that place is. Mm -hmm. And if, if that leader cannot communicate where that place is, what I've seen is it leads to chaos because everybody's trying to go their own separate way because nobody knows what, what is the bullseye? What is the target? So for me, communication is, is key. And you, you, you have, again, you don't have to be a rah-rah leader. You know, and we know those rah-rah leaders yeah, are always up there. Yeah. Right. You, you can be a silent leader, mm-hmm. but, but if, when, when the rubber meets the road, you still need to be able to communicate effectively, know the job and, and know where we're going. Like if you don't, if you don't know, like, like you can, you can, you know, you can get into places, you know what I'm saying? But if you don't know what you're doing and being able to communicate it effectively, very soon, not only will you see <laughs> as that leader, but everybody else will see. And then that impacts everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes that's where the gaps in communication are because yeah. you don't really know the, the job or yeah. you don't really know where you're headed. It's hard to communicate. And, you know, I I, I was kind of, con- I was contemplating this idea mm-hmm. of, um, you know, being a effective communicator. Yeah. And being a eloquent com- communicator. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that you have to be eloquent. No. To be effective. No, I think know? I think they're two they're two different things. But, right. But you have to be effective. Right. I and I I think exactly there there are eloquent speakers that have no efficacy in the sense of leading. Right. They can communicate something very eloquently and make it sound really good. Mm-hmm. Um, but behind the scenes, um, they're just giving you like a pep talk. Right, right, you right. Know? But then when you get out there on the field, there's no game plan. Yep, yep. You, but you were all hyped up and ready to go somewhere. Yep, but you didn't but even know, you where don't where you're know where you're going. Yeah, yeah. I'll go anywhere, but, yeah. but, but where are we going? You know, and, and it's funny that you say that but because on, on the other side of that, though, you know, I, I need somebody also who 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 not only can just from a you know be able to share with me where we're going and, and how we're how we're getting there but but I also have to make sure that that I have somebody who um who who when we get in, into battle is not going to you know break down <laughs> break down on me you know what I'm saying yeah. because they're like uh this is this is too heavy for me or this is this is too too big for me you know I, I think about uh, like even when I was playing football I had a coach and he was he was mean I mean, like, I'm just being honest. Had, you know what I'm saying? Like, but, but here's the thing. Just because he was mean and people did not like him did not mean that he was not effective. Yeah. And, and, and that's because, honestly, he was tough on everybody. But yeah. here's the thing. He was tough on everybody. Right. He was consistent. He was, he was consistent in his toughness, and everybody knew the standard of expectation. And again, I, as players, we're like, man, we can't stand him, man. We don't like him. But the truth of the matter is he got the best out of all of us. And we won and won big because he was able to get the best out of us. So again, two different sides of the spectrum. You know, one who can be eloquent and get everybody together, you know, but the other one who's just tough. Mm-hmm. And you can be tough. And, and lead also that because you don't have to be liked to be a great leader no i don't i don't think that um being nice and being effective they're not the same they're thing. not the same thing i know a whole lot uh, of nice people who suck at leadership right yeah i mean 
there's times in leadership where it just it doesn't lend itself to being nice. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can still be kind in the sense that you're tactful, uh, but you have to do the tough stuff. Like that's the thing with leadership. It's it's not all like, you know, you know, tiptoe through the tulips. But 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 that but again, I've from had to a, do some really tough stuff. Right. Like, you know, I've had to let people go. Right. Um, and I can remember the first time that I fired someone, <laughs> and I cried. It's hard. It's he hard. was a good guy. Yeah. And he was a great guy. Yep. And I had moved to another city. Yep. And I was fresh out of college, but I knew. Yeah. I mean, I knew he wasn't he wasn't being an effective leader in the role that he was in. Right. And I couldn't continue to allow it. And right. so I went to my boss and and he was like, Well, you know, writing's on the wall and he yeah. was like, Go ahead and handle that. And you're and like, I oh. was like, Whoa, <laughs> oh, 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 whoa, yeah. wait a minute. And so I can remember like, you know, and, like, it ended up, he ended up consoling me, <laughs> you know, because he knew. He knew yeah. that he hadn't been he, upholding he, right. his end of the bargain. But right. there are tough things in, in leadership that you just have to do. And everybody's not going to like you. That was really hard for me yeah. in leadership. Yeah. I mean, over the course of, gosh, I guess since I was about 22 years old. Mm-hmm. So the last 22 years I've mm-hmm. been leading, mm-hmm. and I mean, really, literally, I was just thrown into leadership roles right. and everything that I've done. Um, and I can remember some people that really just, dear Darla, I hate your stinking guts. Yeah. You're the scum between my toes. Yeah. I mean, really just did not like me, said some horrible things yep. about me, um, defamed my name, yep. talked bad about my family. Yep. Um, just terrible things that you have to be like a duck yep, and just let it roll off your back. Because again, the vision has to be more uh, compelling mm-hmm. than your desire to get approval from people. Yep. And that's where I think leaders kind of mess up. Yep. And, and, it, it's not about getting approval yeah. from people. It's about being able to confidently go in a direction that is not always the preferred direction that people want to go. Yeah. But it's what's necessary to propel your organization to the yep. destiny that it needs to do. Yeah, and, and I, I think I think that right there is is critical. You know, I think about, you know, the, the old old Ford guy, you know, he said, um, you know, before they built the, the car, he said, um, you know, because he was he was tough also, right? You know, but he said if 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 I would have asked them what they wanted, speaking about the car, he said they would have said they they wanted a bigger horse. Yeah. You know they what I'm saying? Know what they, really they, want. they don't and, and, and many times when you're leading people, people don't know what they want, right? Mm-hmm. They don't they don't necessarily know what they need to take them to the next level. And if if sometimes if we allow people to make those decisions, we're gonna stay stuck in the same place because we're always gonna pick the person who we like, not yeah. the person who can get us where we need to be. Yeah, and that that's a tough thing in leadership as well. Yep. Is, um, just dealing with the different personalities, you know, I would always love the job if it weren't for managing people because, <laughs> you know, people are so unpredictable. And yeah. then when I wasn't managing people, I just had a short period of time where, you know, I was working for myself mm-hmm. and didn't really have any people that I was leading, so to speak. Yeah. And I ne- really missed that component of it um, because for me, it's about, you know, that give and that take, that mentoring and leading. Um, I think a leader also has to be one that can take feedback mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, from other people and that, you know, 
we hear a lot of times, oh, my door's always open, mm-hmm. but it's not really. But is it really? Right. Yeah. Right. Um, but can take the construct, I can take as a leader, take contru- constructive criticism mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and not be offended by it. Right. But allow it to help me to grow and to propel our organization. That's forward. real good. That's real good. That's real good. So let, let's do this. Let, let's drop three facts on them. Just like okay. three, three specific things, especially as it relates to communication and leaders. Um, as we're talking just a little bit about politics in a different way today. And um, you want you want to, you want to kick them off? Yeah. So fact number one um, about communication for leaders is that you have to be authentic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's so important. I mean, we we really value trans. We call it transparency. transparency. Yep. We'll say it all the time. But you need to be honest Mm -hmm. and you need to be sincere. You need to speak with your own voice, not with that of someone else's. Right. And not with the voice that, you know, people that you're leading expect you to lead with or want you to lead with. But you have to lead with the voice that's right. Mm -hmm. Um, You have to um, sound like yourself, not sound like anybody else. (laughs) You know, that's a crazy one right there because we hear a lot of recordings out there. They don't have their own voice. No. Yeah. You know, you have to come from where you come from. That's right. That's right. And bring forth your values in in the mix. Right. And that comes through. Like, we all know, like, you know, there's there's been, you know, when I think about, like, rap music, mm-hmm. there was a whole, like, era where we're like, oh, no fake rappers. You yeah. Know, they're yeah. rapping about stuff they didn't never experience, right. but it's what's selling records, right. blah, blah, blah. Well, the same thing is true for leaders. You have to come from your lens. Right. Like, don't try to wear somebody else's glasses because right. you're going to miss on that communication. Like, you know, share your perspective. Mm-hmm. Share your real voice. Um, and don't mutate and manipulate and right. shift and change because that's what people want. Right. Don't don't give people what they want. Give them the real you. I love that. I love that. Be willing to just be really you and okay with that. Like I said, okay with all of your strengths and all your faults and flaws. Yep. And be willing to take that feedback and that input. That's so important. I mean, that just builds trust. Yeah, yeah. The the second one is, I think, crucial. You know, it's about visibility is a form of communication, right? We have to understand that people, when they look at you, they are reading you. There are so many inputs that, that happen inside of people, and they, they make, I don't even know how many, but the moment they see you, they're already processing information about you as an individual. You know, I remember Dr. Albert Morabian way back when he did a study mm-hmm. uh, on communication, and he talks about there are three different portions of communication. There's a verbal element, a vocal element, and a visual element. The verbal being the, the, the words, the vocal being how you say it, mm-hmm. and, and then the visual being what you see. And... and it was so striking because when he asked people what percentage of a message comes from those three components, the the the, the results were striking because he said seven percent of a message comes from words. Mm-hmm. And and just like if you read words, if I read words, they're gonna sound totally different. It's the same words, but we can we sound different, right? Yeah. The 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 vocal element, how you say them, how you say them was thirty-eight percent of that message, which I can see that. Again, the way we speak, you know, our our different um, way of pronouncing and enunciation, those things change. But the biggest piece of of a message came from what people saw when they see you, right? I mean, think about this. Like, like 
you know, I, I'm learning to love animals, and we do have a beautiful, small little Dotson, <laughs> Miss Lola Bell, right? But, but here's the thing. You ever notice, like, you can talk to Lola, and you can be like, you are such a bad girl. You are horrible. I am so mad at you right like, now. And she's like, yeah, yeah, talk to me more. You know what I'm saying? Because she's reading the visual and, and, and cues and the inflection, and the inflection in your voice. In your voice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The words are all jacked up. And when I really grab that, I, I begin to understand that that for us as, as a leader, how you look when you communicate is important because people are reading yes. you every single time. Yeah. And um, 60% of all management issues are related to communication. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, we, we, heard, we heard it. you have, like 60% of it is because of the communication. Because of communication. Um, because you're not either being authentic and people don't trust you because yep. they're like, oh, you're one thing one day, yep. you're another thing. That You ever been like in a, like, you got company in the organization <laughs> and you have this big meeting yep. and now all of a sudden your leader is like somebody you don't know Yep. and you're like, what? That's crazy. You know. Who is this person? What? Yeah. You know. And then they just act some kind of way. Yeah. And, and you sitting there looking at them like, mm, mm, mm. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But most of the problems that we have in, in organizations come back to these things that we're talking about with communication. And the yep. third one, and I think this is the biggest one, this yep. is probably where most of the misses are. Mm -hmm. Because for whatever reason, leaders think that it's more about them being heard mm. than listening. Wow. But honestly, I think it's the other way. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there's the whole de idea of uh, management by walking around. Yeah. And that's the same thing it ties into what you're talking about, about visibility. Like right. People seeing you doing, people seeing you seeing you engaged. Right, right. Um, people seeing you as being a part. All right. of that is communicating to them that, yes, I'm part of this. Right. Yes, I care about what happens. And even that management by walking around mm -hmm. allows people to see that you truly care. And in that time, you can really listen. Right. You know, everything in your organization is speaking to you if you take the time out to listen. Yep. Yep. And people don't care what you know until they know that you care. Come on. That's good. You know, That's and good. so many times we miss with it, uh, employees that we manage because they're, they're growing through a life circumstance. Yep. And we are just being really critical about the behavior that we see, but we didn't right. take the time to really listen. And we could literally damage mm. some of our best employees by not taking the time to listen. Yeah, You know, it's so important to truly listen. And again, it does go back to that open door, being able to receive feedback, That's but good. also just hearing it out. Like, honestly, if you're leading, whether it be at your home mm -hmm. um, or your organization, mm -hmm. your best ideas are sitting, you know, maybe in a cubicle somewhere. Yep. Or they're back there in their bedroom, you know, watching Netflix yep. and sending text messages yep. and doing Snapchats and, <laughs> you know, TikToks. So you need to be listening. That's good. Um, and you need to be asking the right questions. You need to know what, what questions to ask. And Very you good. just sit back and listen. Really lead that was listening. But lean in. And the walls, the walls do talk. That's good. So you need to lean in and listen. Um, you know, we all have those people within our organizations or even our home that we seem to have more conflict with. Mm -hmm. What I have found is those those are the people that you really need to sit down mm. and really yeah. pick their brains. That's good. That's good. Um, because there's a reason for the conflict. Mm. 
And there's usually something very special in that individual that That's can really good. help to propel you forward as an individual and, right. and see some shortcomings about yourself. Mm -hmm. And then also that we'll have a unique perspective on the organization or your family group. That's good. That's good. Speaking about leading, um, many people you may not know right now, but we're getting ready to share it with you. We, we do have something that we have put together for houses and marriages so that you can lead in your marriage, right? You can understand yourself and how you're wired and how you can lead effectively as an individual, but also as a married couple. So we're going to show you just our, our quick little promo for what we call the Chico. Check it out. I'm an individual. I'm an individual. With my own way of doing things. With my own way of doing things. I have my own strengths. I have my own strengths. And my blind spots. And my blind spots. I like things done my way. I like things done my way. But what happens when two individuals come together and bring two different paradigms? Upbringings and way of doing things. Miscommunication at a high level. What if you could hardwire your relationship for success? What if you could understand the why behind actions and speak the same language? What if you possessed a cheat code for your relationship that provided an opportunity for you to always win? If you're ready for your relationship to level up, don't wait. You need to click the buttons below now. Get started and get your own personalized relationship cheat code. The cheat code. Cheat code. The cheat code. I'm it's telling not what you, you think it is. It is not what you think it is, but I tell you, it is. It's, it is it's so awesome. worth it. It's it awesome. It is so awesome. We love doing it, um, and it'll give you um, the edge. That's right. That you need in That's your right. marriage. Well, come on. You like, you like I like that. that. I like that. I like that, lady. Go ahead. Yeah. So <laughs> we're gonna talk about. We're gonna finish up with effective communication. Yep. And we're gonna give you five tips because the most important thing about communication, not to have misses, yep. is to make it simple. Yep. That that's effective communication is simplistic communication. Yeah, that's good. And so we've got five keys to effective communication for leaders because all of us are leading in mm -hmm. some capacity. Mm -hmm. So why don't you hit us with number one? Yeah, I, I, I think I would say communicate relentlessly. 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 Me meaning there is no such thing as over-communication. There, there's no such thing as, as sharing and, and keeping the vision in front of you and keeping it out there. There is no such thing as, as continue to bring that information out there and bring those ideas out there. There is no shortage of that. There can be no shortage of that. So I would say make sure that we're we continue to be relentless in the way that we communicate, make sure that we're transparent in the way that we communicate and make sure that as we're communicating it it's smooth, right? It 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 it, it goes forward and and the team, the organization, the people, whomever it is, they get it. Because the problem with communication many times, the problem is not that you weren't communicating because you were communicating to the best of your ability. The problem is they didn't get it, yeah. so 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 sometimes you gotta you gotta hit them you know three four five six seven eight nine times. Don't stop. Keep on communicating. There's no such thing as over communication. Yes, be relentless. And number two is a kind of a great lead in with that. Really being very simplistic and extremely direct in your communication. 
remembering that people have different learning styles. And so try to appeal to all of those learning styles yep. so that people can truly understand what it is um, that you're, you're trying to say. Don't pile on a ton of information to sound smart. Come on, somebody. Um, or Woo! overly eloquent. Yeah. You know, just kiss method it. Keep it simple, silly. Yeah. Um, and just be smart about how you're communicating. Yeah. So if you have something to communicate, you need to think it all the way through. Many times when we miss in communication, it's because we haven't thought it all the way through. But a good leader will say, you know what? I didn't think about that. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? Right, right. That is effective communication. That's so, good. number two is just be simplistic and direct with your communication. Number three, and you spoke about this very hard earlier, but it, it's listen and encourage input, mm -hmm. right? You know, the, the thing about a leader is being able to say, I don't have all the answers. Now, now you try it. You try it. You don't have to have all the answers to be a great leader. What you can say is, I know where the destination point is. I know how to get us from point A to point C. But listen, the whole reason that this team is together is because I believe that all of you have those other letters to fill in the blanks. And, and, and I, I need to hear from you. So, so help me understand, how can we make this work? You know, I always hear people say, well, well you know, how is this not going to work, right? Talk to people and get your, get your team, get those other leaders around you to, to help you understand how can we get this to work. Mm -hmm. And we will be surprised at, at the, the amount of input and the amount of knowledge that people already have on the inside of them. If we encourage them and to, 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 to provide input to the conversation and the decisions. Mm -hmm. So number three is make sure we listen and we encourage we encourage input. Number four is to illustrate through stories. And so I want you to think back when you were a child. Yeah. Like before you matured, did you want to read a chapter book? Did you even <laughs> want a chapter book read to you? Not necessarily. Like you wanted to see the illustrations. And so we need to speak with illustrative language because like I said, before you can really have someone's heart mm -hmm. or hand, you have to get you gotta have heart. the heart. Yep. And stories, telling stories, they draw people in. Mm -hmm. They connect other people to your humanity. Yeah. And so if you're conveying a vision, um, a strategy, relate it back to a story. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Again, share that human component of yourself. And that's what stories do is yeah. they connect us to our humanity. And that helps us to trust each other. I mean, we've all sat up under that leader that seemed like superhuman or mm -hmm. subhuman. Mm -hmm. I don't know which. <laughs> it just depends on the leader. Right. But they had zero relatability. Right. And so many times communication is not effective because there's a lack of relatability. That's good. So be relatable and use stories to illustrate. Because again, like I said before, people learn in different ways. But storytelling captures their hearts and makes them motivated to put forth the effort to achieve the vision that you set before them. That's good. That's good. The last one, number five, affirm with actions. Okay. Action. Affirm with actions. I, I, I know I've seen many leaders who they'll sit down and they, they listen to you and they give you all the positive affirmation. But then the moment that they leave, they do nothing with the conversation. Mm -hmm. And then weeks later, you're like, but didn't we just have this conversation? We just talked about this and nothing shifted and changed. So, so as a good leader, as an effective communicator, 
You want to affirm with action. The way that you show people that you were listening is you do. And, and honestly, especially as we're talking about politics, you know, that, that's part of the issue I think people see from a political standpoint, right? Yeah, you know, we, we, we don't see any action. Mm -hmm. So people affirm, and, and during the political season, they, they talk a big talk, and they talk about what they're going to do, and they talk about their platform. But what about the affirming with action? Because here's the thing. If I can find a leader who can affirm with action, guess what? I'm going to give them more because I know that action is going to come behind that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like if, if I give you something, a piece of gold, and you do nothing with that, guess what? I'm not, I'm not giving you anything else. So from a leadership standpoint, we have to make sure that we're affirming with action. Now, for a leader, we got to understand that when you do that, that boosts your credibility as a leader. And if you don't do that, it will rip apart your credibility as a leader. And if you don't have credibility, you don't have trust. And if you don't have trust as a leader, you're going to be leading. You're going to turn around and nobody is going to be in the back following you. That's right. And the only reason we communicate is, is for action to result. That's so it. Good communication. The product of that is action. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. So 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 let let me ask you this. I mean, if 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 we if we stop and we look at it, we gave them five specific things today. You know, they got to communicate relentlessly. They got to make sure that they're simple and direct. They got to mm -hmm. listen and encourage input. They got to illustrate through stories. And then lastly, we said we need you to affirm with action. This is what leaders do. And I don't care where you are. I don't care no. if it's on your job. I don't care if it's on on the political um, platform right now. But I will oh. say this. Yeah, at home. Right now, as we get closer to election time, I want you to ask yourself the questions. Are the people that you are voting for, are they doing these things? Mm -hmm. Because I, I'm going to say this. I don't care where you stand politically, but, but if people and the people that you are voting for are not doing these things, I would just ask you to pause and ask yourself the question is, uh, of are they going to be able to lead us where, where we need to go? And if, if, you're, if you are not sure, then I would pump my brakes. If you are positive, then, then you go forward. Again, you, but you got to stop and ask yourself the tough question, yeah. not, not the easy one. That's right. You know, our, our country um, and our communities even, we all need change. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we need people who are willing to, to lead for change. And so we have got to get out of the mindset of just voting one political party or the other because it just seems easy. We have to begin to dig into the issues and we have to educate ourselves to cipher out these things, yeah. to filter out these things, to, to determine whether or not we believe that these candidates are able to put some action to yeah. the things that they say. Are they going to be people of the word? And many times that's, that's sometimes hard to, to, to determine, yep. but that is our, our, our role and that is our responsibility as voters and so we wanted to bring you these tips um, we wanted because you can use them and we wanted to bring them to you right now in the midst of you know preparing for an election season so that you can keep these at the forefront of your mind yep. as you're making decisions about voting don't get sucked into the eloquent speaker that really says nothing mm. um, you know don't be taken aback by the person who comes off very strong mm -hmm. and very passionate about things 
really dig in and see what what things are really all about. Don't fall to the smoke screen. Don't fall to the smoke screen, right? And don't just vote party. Like really educate yourself and find out what these people mm-hmm. who are leading our country truly stand for. That's so important to me. It, it, at the end of the day, it's 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 still about education and and being able to educate yourself as to what's really going on. You know, Absolutely. I mean, I, I'll I'll say this, and and we'll 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 get ready to. To, to head on out, but I mean, even the other day for me, I, I, I was looking at a political thing, and, and I literally had to pull up and go in and dig deep and start reading, and, and I thought that I was in support of what I was reading about. I was like, oh man, yeah, I support this, and the more that I read, and the more that I dug in, I was like, uh-uh, uh-uh. Oh, I didn't see the small print. You see what I'm saying? And we get so caught up in, in the smoke screen and the smoke and mirrors that, that we miss we miss the small, small print. So, we implore you to make sure that you read the small print and you ask yourself these questions, right? So that we can make sure that we can we can have effective leaders everywhere that we go. That's right. Amen. 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 High five. High five. Hey, you know, I, I like doing this you with you. You feel like you're empowered. Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you. I like you. doing this with you, too. I look forward to it all the time, just having good, deep conversations yeah. and inviting people into them. So thank you all so much for... Um, tuning in to Facebook if that's where you're watching us live and or our podcast please definitely share this out we are on every platform where podcasts are heard so check it out in the gym check it out in the carpool line because yep. it looks like kids are going back to school that's right COVID or no COVID <laughs> um, so whenever you got time while you're cooking yep. while you're cleaning yep yeah, all those things you do. Ask Siri about us. Say, say, Siri, I need you to play the Edge Life podcast. She knows all about it. She knows it. all about Edge Life 7. I'm telling yeah. you. I'm telling you. Don't forget the 7. That's right. Edge Life 7 podcast. That's right. Hey, we love y'all, man. Love y'all so much. We'll see y'all next week. Same yeah. time. Same time. Same channel. We'll mm-hmm. holla. Peace. Bye. You, 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 you know, know we had to cap it off with Jesus. Edge Life. You're too close to the edge. We gon' push you forward a few steps ahead. It's that edge life. Oh, oh, gotta get it in your head, baby. Welcome to the edge life. You're too close to the edge. We gon' push you forward a few steps ahead. It's that edge life. Oh, oh.